0: Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Whoa! Hello. Welcome to Drinking Bros. Oh boy, D'Anthony, D'Anthony, we got a special guest here today. We do indeed. We got Mr. Graham Allen on the show. How are you, Graham? Uh-oh. Uh Oh, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm coming from you guys
1: from our new home in Texas. So it's a uh, it's a uh, a brisk, cool morning here in Texas. So it's is it really? fantastic. Yeah. No, no, not at all. It's it's, <laughs> it's it's it is the hottest that it's ever been in my life, actually.
0: You're kidding. So you're uh, for the audience at home. Uh, you're working with uh, CRTV and the Blaze, obviously. Or did the Blaze buy CRTV? i i don't really
1: know who bought who okay uh, it, it it was a merger so now we are blaze tv got so, it got so, it got so, it yeah.
0: well blaze tv is uh out of dallas texas correct yes um and your, your new studios are there in dallas right correct yes and we are we're about
1: a week behind schedule but we are here we're filming we're operating and we are still building out a set i'm sure you guys know how uh, lovely and logistical uh, that can be, but yes, we're we're here, we're in Texas. I don't know how long we have to live here before I can say that I'm from Texas. Uh, what, what's the time limit on that? You know, it's funny, six man? months. D- Dan and here? I were
0: Dan and I were talking about this the other day. People <laughs> who live in Texas, you've never met. A, there's not a prouder state in the in the country than Texas. Of like, I'm from right. Texas.
2: Yeah, that's absolutely true. So if you ask someone like, "Hey, where are you from?" and they say, "Oh, I'm from North Carolina." They're like, oh okay, and then you move on with your day. And if you ask someone where they're from and they're from Texas, they're like I'm from fucking Texas, let me tell you about it, motherfucker.
0: I'm like, whoa, yeah, do you just yeah. relax? They relax. really really <laughs> want to tell you about how they're from <laughs> Texas and what they're eating and, and <laughs> yeah, you know and how man, everything's bigger. That's true.
2: Come on down to Bucky's,
0: everything's bigger here. Everything's like, bigger here, man. I'll go out there in that farm and punch a cow in the face, bro. To be fair though. <laughs> I also learned a valuable
1: lesson Uh, I had somebody ask me he goes uh, random guy I wish I would have got his name I was standing there uh, pumping gas in my truck and he recognized me so he came over and said hey and a little bit in the conversation he said man you've been in Texas for how long I said well I've been here for about a week and he goes well where do you stand and I kind Of stepped back a minute and I like looked at the ground, looked up the hill, like, Well, I'm standing right here, <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing. And, and he goes, uh, He goes, No, 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 bro, where do you stand? And he looked at me, I looked back and he goes, What a burger or in and out, bro, which oh, one God. are you? Uh. And so I've learned. I've learned that that's like a huge deal here in Texas, uh, and you have to choose wisely, apparently. So uh, to, to not offend anyone, I'm going to keep it to myself of <laughs> what no. I like better. Well, I'm yeah. in the business of offending
2: people, Same. so let me tell you what. in and outs okay. Whataburger fucking sucks. It's terrible. Uh five guys is way better than both of those.
0: Yo. I mean it's he,
2: not even close. Yeah, five guys is good. I like five guys. In fact, I think we
1: I think we just Uber eat eat uh, is it Uber eated? We eated, uber yeah, eated, yeah. Eated is definitely yeah. a word. Yeah, yeah sure. we uber eated five guys to the studio here today. Nice. yeah there so it is. See?
0: I, look I go in and out, obviously. I love um, in and out. Look, it's it's a Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have no staple. doubt that you go in and out uh, Ross. I, I I could have called You're that You're the one that man. had
2: five guys ordered to your fucking studio today, homie. Let's not... I, I did. Uh, well,
0: no. So he had five guys. I'm with you on the Whataburger where I just... I, I don't, I don't get, see it. I don't get the hype.
2: Every time I go there, it's dry and disgusting, and they don't have great menu options. The chicken that they serve there is terrible, which, I mean, it's fast food, but everything you
0: get at in and out is fresh. That's yeah, the th- difference. This is going to create a shitstorm online. You know that, right? Well, you know... <laughs>
1: People are losing their minds right now, literally, as they're listening to this.
0: Dude, because I look, let's go while we're on it, real quick, before we dive into today's show and the sponsors and everything, (laughs) let's go your all all time. Hey, wait, I just want to put Graham is the one that brought this shit up. It wasn't us. I get it. It is me. It is my fault. I did it. That's why he's on the show. He stirs the (laughs) pots, he opens up the buns, and shows us the (laughs) meats. If you're going fast food hamburger, Graham. Gun to head. Who you, who are you taking? Death row. Last meal. You're gonna get executed. Lethal injection. Maybe electrocution. And <laughs> uh, and, and one more like a hanging afterwards, just in case, because you're a powerful man. What do you go oh, as your God. last burger on this earth?
1: Between In and Out or what a burger? No, okay, no, any any option. Yeah, you can
0: go across the board here.
1: I I probably would go Five Guys, man. Yeah. I, I really like Ooh. Five Guys.
0: I
2: think they have the best burgers in fast food. Like
0: at at least, well, they're proud
1: of their burgers for sure. Like it's super expensive at Five
2: Guys.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'll say this. Is that. Is that your call too, D'Anthony?
2: Uh, yeah for for fast food that you can get anywhere Last globally. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Oh, and, I, and I'll tell you what else. Um, if you order a small fry there, you get a garbage
0: bag full of fucking French fries. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, it's a massive amount
2: of oh, French fries. Oh, yeah, Ridiculous. yeah. They give you a whole
1: bag, like like garbage bag full of uh, fries. It's crazy.
0: Gun to head. Uh, last burger on earth, I'm going Shake Shack, I think. Shake Shack is good. Yeah. yeah. I, I enjoy Shake? it. Shake Shack is the original, um, like the original, whatever the, the fuck that is on that. Uh, I go Shake Shack, and then uh, fries-wise, I go those, those cheesy... Uh, Bacon fries yes, with Graham. it on the side which, and then I call it a life, right? Which there.
2: Shake Shack I I would get the Smoke Shack. It's the one with the chili peppers on it or whatever. Ah, the red that's a good one red cherry. I've peppers. never had it. It's real. I've never oh, it's great. It. I've never it's had great. that.
0: Shake Shack is good. It's uh it, it, it's it's a it's an up and comer. Yeah. I uh, had it in Vegas ah. for the first time ever. There's a bunch in New York, and I I just saw it in an airport. Graham, you and I are flying all the time. I was in uh yes. the Philadelphia. No, I'm sorry, the Cleveland airport. God God forbid I left out Cleveland again. Um, I was in the Cleveland airport, and they had a Shake Shack in there, and it completely changed my opinion of Cleveland and their airport. I was like, all right, maybe I'll give this a go. Well, I
2: mean, if you don't have to leave the airport, Cleveland's not a bad place to go. <laughs> Otherwise.
0: Just, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. You were just in Boston, by the way. How was it, Graham?
1: Uh, I'll be honest with you guys. So, so it was my first trip to Boston. Sure. Never been there before. Uh, We did some filming. Uh, I don't know. Uh, We released a video, but basically we went up there to uh, film a video response to Bernie Sanders saying that even the the Boston Bombers should be allowed to vote. So we got a hold of this guy.
0: (laughs) Did you really?
1: yeah, no, he did, and so we got a hold of this guy named Mark Fukeril was his name, and he was actually a victim and lost his leg and everything, and uh, so so we went up there and got to sit down and talk with him, and so it was really cool. But it, but anyway, Boston, man, I was really 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 impressed. With Boston, so if anybody's listening that's from that area, good for you guys. I mean, it was beautiful. It was awesome. I got to see Fenway, which has always been a dream. I've always wanted to see Fenway. I'm not a Red Sox fan, sure, but I appreciate the the history. Of Fenway Park and so I always wanted to see it
0: and so it was super cool it did not disappoint and so yeah I loved it there I'm a big fan of Boston um, I, I get to work there a couple times and it was great same thing Fenway I enjoyed the food I enjoyed the people and you know yep. I like the downtown where you can walk around uh, it feels relatively safe and uh, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm a gigantic fan of Boston I look Cleveland I was I was not a fan of when I was just there um, no, no, Boston. Yeah, yeah. I love Boston. I'd, I'd go back anytime to Boston. The
2: only bad thing about Boston is their sports fans. Oh, the worst. They're the worst. The worst. Uh, they're not the meanest. Philly's probably the
0: meanest. You know, what's funny. So Graham's a big sports guy too. Yeah. Graham, how do you feel about this? Cause more than likely, you know, and on our sports show, we've said this Boston sports are going to win three out of the four major titles this year. The Bruins are probably going to win the Stanley cup. Um, The Red Sox won the World Series this year, and then the Patriots won the Super Bowl, and you're going to hear about it for the next 40 years, I have a feeling.
1: Yep. Yeah, I mean, they they know what they're doing up there, that's for sure. I mean, it it, it seems like the talent capital at this point, or or the title capital of uh, the United States here. Yeah, title capital. Ugh. I like that. We should do. We we should coin that. That's a good, T- that's a good title thing.
0: capital title town. New England's kind of very. It's very vague. Did you go to Paul Revere's house at all when you were there?
1: No, it was one of those trips, man. It was it was purely a working trip that I forced. A trip to Fenway on, yeah, you, you know gotcha. what I mean. And so, so I was there to work, but I told him, I said, I'm not leaving until
0: I see Fenway Park. So. <laughs> yeah, when I was in Philadelphia, um, I had to stop by with Dan to mm-hmm. uh, my namesake to see Betsy Ross's house. Yeah, you know, I did it. Oh. I had to. It's it's like my sixth grade aunt, apparently. So, uh, I stopped by, uh-huh. paid my respects. She sewed the flag up in that bitch, and uh, I loved every second of it. Hmm,
1: that's awesome. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I did. I, I went to Philly actually. The same
1: trip. I, I got. I will. I will say though, I, I wasn't as impressed with Philly as <laughs> as I was uh, as I was Boston.
0: Well, I, here's the thing. So let me let me preface this by saying I've been to Philadelphia before in the past, and it used to be used to be a shithole. They've really cleaned it up to like a, a decent type of New York vibe down there, right. um, where you can tell it's on the upswing. And and I and I get it because I look I, I understand where you're coming from. I've seen Philly at its worst, where it was just like, oh man, it still kind of smells like pee. Yeah, yeah, for, uh, of course. Same with like New Orleans. Yeah, where you know you, you can have your magical nights in New Orleans, where you're like, "Oh man, this is the greatest city in the world." Then there's other times, like you roll through in July, mm. and it's just it's a hot dump on a sidewalk with a side of pee, and <laughs> yeah. and it's just <laughs> steaming right off that that sidewalk, where you're like, "Oh God, I'm tasting it. I'm tasting another man's feces." Well, that's in how my mouth.
2: smell works, you know. Well, I just want everyone in the audience to take a moment to realize that. Everything you've ever smelled, you've tasted because that's how smell works.
0: Yeah, did you know that, Graham? No, no I, didn't I did either. not. Yeah. I didn't either. So,
2: I,
1: I, I'm really proud of the path that we've taken in the first couple minutes of this podcast. <laughs> we went, we went from Texas to burgers, to Boston, to why Philadelphia doesn't suck as bad as it once did. You know,
0: it, it, it's pretty, it, it's pretty, it, it's interesting. That's what I
1: love about y'all's show. Yeah, you
0: hop on <laughs> down to New Orleans and you talk about a, another man's homeless feces. Uh, with that, we'll get into our <laughs> sponsors, because no, no, nobody loves us talking more about homeless people's feces than our sponsors. Mm. First and foremost, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros you ever slept on a ghost bed mattress graham uh
1: actually i will say this not to uh and, and the people listening at home they're gonna be like this is the biggest load garbage i've ever heard i actually contacted ghost bed about a ghost bed because of you guys listening to
0: it the on best. the podcast uh, the best yeah uh, so, dude, we'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get you out of ghost Bed for your new place in Dallas. We'll have them ship one out to you. Uh, they're, our chief, hey, man. Dude, they're our chief sponsor for the entire year this year. So we're doing big things with them. They're giving 15% off permanently to military and all first responders. So if you're military or first responders, boom, 15% off. With which, buying a mattress, that's a big deal. They get a 36-month no interest, pay-as-you-go program. You don't even have to pay for the first month, by the way. Free, just a- absolutely yeah, free. Oh, yeah, okay. and they give you oh, a 30-day cool. back you know, guarantee. So if you don't like the mattress, boom, they'll, they'll take it back and you don't have to pay anything, which is weird because in the first 30 days, I mean, you could bone, I don't know, how many times on that mattress?
2: Uh, 60, six or seven times a day for.
0: I don't know how days. it's
1: sanitary to take something back after thirty days. Even even without that, just sweating, yeah, and all that other kind of stuff. I just, yeah, I'm that, sure that they seems put like it a, in
2: an incinerator or something. I doubt
0: they. Yeah, they got to. Yeah, yeah they got to destroy Especially it. Especially a mattress. I mean, there's just yeah. nothing but fluids on that. Whether it be sweats, blood. Or, or semen or yeah. semen yeah. Um, i mean that's pretty much all the three fluids you know and then if you have children forget about it <laughs> oh yeah milk high oh, C boxes yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Ugh, the worst oh, their own yeah. feces yeah. the whole yeah. thing i'll come
1: back to a story once you get done with your with your pitch no
0: <laughs> go ahead fire away the sponsors oh, don't well care. i was
1: I, I was gonna say when we moved into our house uh our mattress uh, is so embarrassing because our mattress looks like some kind of assassination mm-hmm. a- attempt yeah. has happened but it's because of our children and so i had to explain to the movers i'm like i know this looks really it's so bad that i have to explain to the movers like i promise it's not what it looks like it's actually my children yeah. who have either, C- like, come on i don't know gotten sick or they've peed in the bed or something like that like i promise
0: it's not us it's the kids. you're
2: telling me there's not one red wine stand on that bed thanks
0: to you or your wife come on no wine, no alcohol. There's got to be something on there that's yours. Don't don't oh, take yeah. a little re- personal responsibility. Take a little Graham. responsibility, Graham. I just went through this as well because <laughs> after the hurricane, they had to come in and put new uh, new carpets and all that stuff in my in my house. We took the, the mattress up. It looked like where Bobby Kennedy was shot like it looked like the the, the kitchen floor <laughs> of the Renaissance hotel where you're just like oh man you might as well just chalk outlined him on there yeah and, and put
2: sir Sirin in the corner and just like the yeah thing let, let him
0: shoot one more time yeah. but it was it was one of those things where I apologized to the the movers where I was just like <laughs> oh no because it was it was my it was my kid's bed you know and I was just like oh man he was learning to not use the bathroom all over himself and there it was just a lot of smiles and cries, like, you know, uh, like walking into a Chinese restaurant, and you tell them your name and it's just like, oh, and you're like, D- yeah, D- but I Didn't gave you register, the reservation. Yeah. Didn't yeah. register. No, um, but either either way, I, I, I threw them an extra 20 and I said, I'm, I'm sorry for whatever you said. What I doing. do
2: is go over with the black light and explain to them specifically in detail what each stain is
0: and <laughs> where, where it came from yeah.
2: and for a guy that lives the kind of life i do that is a long conversation
0: yeah and if, you, and if you're a guy who lives the kind of life dan does go to ghostbed.com <laughs> forward slash drinking bros for all your deals Disney next up I, and we'll save this one for last we're, we're, we'll skip one we'll go to the other one first we'll go to buyraycon.com uh the headphones headphones you rock to yeah uh, look, great. we reached out, Graham. Do you do this for your show on um, uh, Dear America? By the way, if you're not listening to Dear America podcast, Graham's got a great podcast that just started. I was on it. Uh, always have a great time. Uh, do you reach out to companies that you want as sponsors on your show, Graham?
1: Uh, well, uh, you know, the show I'm really focusing on right now and, and I appreciate the pitch by the way. Yes. Go check out dear America podcast, yeah. but either way, no, I, I uh, you know, what w- we're building right now sure and, and we're doing, you know, we're, we're, we're doing well if I can toot our own horn, but, but now, now that we've got some momentum behind us, yes, there's definitely some companies that I, w- I would love to sponsor
0: the show. Uh, so yeah, sometimes I do. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cause we, we, we with us. We reach out to sponsors with like we use and we want to use. Yeah. So our thing was headphones. We had a problem with headphones all the time, and everybody's using the Beats by Dr. Dre. Um, right. And those things are like three fifty a pop, right? Uh, so we we reached out. They're we were proud like, of Hey, them. yeah. Can we can we have a promo code on those? And they were like, No, no, you can't. So we we slid on over to Raycon. We were like, Hey, everybody keeps talking about yours. We love we love these. And they mm-hmm. were like, Yeah, dude, we'll give you a promo code. And I was like, Dude, get out of here. So at buyraycon.com, dude, headphones are 70 bucks, now they're 50. Uh, buyraycon.com forward slash drinking bros, and that'll get you, dude, $50 headphones, wireless, yep. chargeable, put them in a box, you're good to go. You, they get a little tiny recharge box, which I like. it's yeah, a nice they're great. thing. Uh, and that's a nice thing. Our, our last sponsor is expressvpn.com forward slash drinking bros as well. This is a cybersecurity company. I'm glad they're on the show today because one of our first topics is gonna to be about this this Google outage that we had. Well, there's two things. is the Google outage and there's Quest Diagnostics Lost, 12
2: million records. They're, Correct. They're the company that does all the drug tests for the federal government, for local governments, everybody.
0: Yeah, and it's almost mandatory to have one of these programs running in the back of your computer yeah. these days. I have it on every device that I own. Every device. Go to expressvpn.com, protect against fraud. Uh, People trying to steal your your info All the data breaches Seven bucks uh, runs in the back of everything you own iPhones, tablets, home computers You name it And you get three free months for free When you sign up for a year Cheap as shit and it'll save your life That'll lead us into our top story here, uh, Graham I don't know if you were affected by this yesterday But everybody else was affected by this YouTube was down Google was down Google Cloud was down Mm. Yeah um, Snapchat. It's the,
1: it's the beginning of the end, guys. Snapchat. It's the beginning of the end. That's
0: what it felt like to me. And the first <laughs> thing that I look, the, the the first thing that I thought was that it was a conspiracy theory, because Google just got hit with this antitrust suit. Did you read about that, Graham? Uh no, no, I hadn't heard. No, just, educate me. Yeah, it just happened, um, D'Anthony. Anthony. Um, Once you drop the hammer on on uh, yeah, I on mean Google.
2: So uh, apparently the the uh, federal trade commission was looking into google for some some of their search practices and that's how they make most of their money is their back-end algorithm and how it directs search stuff and how people like everybody every major company in america advertises on that platform so i don't know exactly what they're, they're being pretty cagey about what specifically they're going after whether right. it's uh, if it's antitrust that means they're boxing somebody else out or they've brought other companies in from mergers that's created a non-competitive environment, and that's you know all that stuff's debatable. But <clears throat> the really bad news for Google is that there was a jurisdictional battle for this case, and the Federal Trade Commission lost, and the Department of Justice won, which means the Department of Justice is, i.e., the FBI is now in charge of this shit. So that kind of takes it from uh, from a civil issue where sure. there would be fines right. levied. To a criminal issue potentially, and courts might do stuff like break up parts of the company. And say, hey, you can't own these guys; you have to
0: divest from this and all this other bullshit. Right, and and the reason why this is a huge deal is Google's server for their iCloud houses a lot of things. Um, again, they own YouTube, they own Snapchat. All of that was down yesterday. Uh, we had trouble uploading one of our shows yesterday uh, for the listeners for that exact reason. Uh, the other the other thing that I found was interesting, and I. I don't dabble in this until we just moved into our new office, I know you're, you're moving into a new office, with security. Uh, a lot of people mm-hmm. are, are using Nest, right? Or these, okay. uh, you know, these wireless uh, devices for their air conditioners, their phones. A lot of people were locked out of their houses yeah. and they couldn't turn on the air conditioner because Google oh, Google, no. Google was done, yeah, which look in Texas or North Carolina is an absolute nightmare mm-hmm. in the summer
1: yeah yeah that, yeah, that's serious man but
0: the, the, but the biggest conspiracy and I want to ask you about this, Graham, is a lot of people are asking, did the government test an internet kill switch, and if you believe in conspiracies like that, when things happen like this I think that it is uh
1: very ignorant for people to not think that the government would have something like that in place yeah. <laughs> to, to, to I, say, I, honestly, I agree honestly,
2: yeah. it's almost like a yeah I think, it's like a digital nuclear weapon like you don't want to use it, but if it needs to happen, then you have to fucking cut that switch on plus there's all sorts I mean the intelligence communities over the years have done some pretty weird shit. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm not a conspiracy kind of guy, but 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 I am a
1: our our freedoms are established for a reason kind of guy. And I am a if you think that forever that there may come a time that the government doesn't have your best interest in mind anymore, then, then you're not paying attention to history and the thousands of years that we have of it. And so uh, yeah, sure, of course. I think that it's possible. Am I saying that's what it was? No. Uh, but am I saying that that's possible? Yeah, of course. It also course could
2: have been possible. Google saying, uh, we control everything. So you might want to calm the fuck down with this lawsuit, homie. Maybe. You know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a big dick energy play right there. Like, oh, oh yeah. you're going to sue me? Click. Now you're fucking, you can't get into your own house. <laughs> you yeah. Know what I
0: mean? Because, you know, cl- uh, cloud services, uh, you've got what? Salesforce. You've got Google. Yeah. Amazon's got a big cloud service you nuke any one of those three i there's a million businesses tied to those you can bring down a lot of things i mean dude if you can't use the air conditioner in your house because right. google is down that's that's kind of just tapping on your shoulder saying hey man you should probably pump the brakes on that lawsuit okay cuz yeah. we could really shut down <laughs> yeah. everything
2: well that's basically what stuxnet was uh do you remember that mm-hmm. the so the nsa allegedly although I, I don't i don't think they ever actually claimed responsibility but they sent uh, an operative into some nuclear reactors in Iran and put this uh, piece of code called Stuxnet on them. Yep. And it caused overloads of systems for their cloud software internally. Like it was all offline, but internally it was online. So it's like a, an ad hoc network basically. So they put this code into there and it's fucking caused a reactor meltdown. That's how powerful these machines are now. And
0: there, there was a rumor that they did it in North Korea a while back as well for one of their nuke sites. I'm
2: sure they did, yeah, but North Korea- Oh, I
0: have no no problems believing that. Yeah, yeah. North, <laughs> North
2: Korea wouldn't report it, though. They would never report, they, they don't appeal to uh, anybody's sense of common sense or, or justice or anything. They just say crazy shit all the time. So they, like Iran was like, hey, quit fucking with our shit. Like they brought it to the UN, Is like, hey, you can't do this. If it happened in North Korea, they wouldn't say shit because they don't want anybody knowing what they're up to up there.
0: No, I and I understand that, but you know, as far as on our, our own home soil, I went through, I went through something at the Atlanta airport that I am positive was a test. Um, I don't know if you remember that power outage that happens, Jesse. What what year was that? Last year or two years ago? Last year. Yeah, yeah, it was last year. So um, last year, the all of the electricity went out in the Atlanta airport. It was almost at noon on the dot. There was eighty thousand people in, you know, the world's largest airport, and oh yeah yeah yeah, yes yeah, so yeah, I, I, I was I was there and, yeah. and my wife and I had just flown in, and literally we step off the plane and then so I mean I'm I'm on the I mean just walking right right off the door of the plane and everything went out and I was like uh, eh, no bigs right um, people are pretty calm for the most part uh, most of the restaurants were serving. Uh, We had, we had some liquor. Uh, We enjoyed ourselves. And then four hours later kicks in and you're like, oh, all right, that we've got a problem here. All they were saying was that there was a power outage. Um, And then suddenly they had to evacuate the entire airport and said, we're not going to be able to fix this grid until the morning. Uh, Everybody's going to have to leave the airport and go to the tarmac, which didn't still didn't make sense to me. The world's largest airport was, was controlled by one power grid like one thing went out and they said it was a Uh cable a cable company that wasn't working however uh on on reddit uh, they said that one plane was able and they grounded all the aircraft aircraft across the board but they said the one plane was able to take off just one and it was going from the and they gassed up and then they left and it was going from the united states to israel and then it had weapons on it um why or what that was i don't know and if, if you're trying to test out how people would respond, uh, I will say this, for, for the most part, relatively, except for some employees that worked uh, for the MARTA station there who were assholes. Every, all, all, all of the humans uh, of 80,000 people, Americans, who were typically, you know, you figured would just burn the place to the ground. Everybody helped each other. Everybody was pleasant for the most part. There wasn't a lot of problems except for, you know, you have no electricity, so you have no phone. Uh, You have no computer. You don't have a way to get a hold of anybody. And and therefore, trying to get an Uber, you can't. Um, Rental cars were sold out across the board. And then you had to take this train uptown and try to get to wherever you were going. And then hotels were sold out. But for the most part, everybody handled that pretty well. And I thought to me, it felt like a gigantic test to see if you could shut down the nation's largest airport and how Americans would respond. And I'm with you, Graham. I think this happens... A, a lot with the government but they, they choose when and when not to do this like yesterday the, uh, you know all this went down was on a Sunday most people are at home you're not right. on the roads you don't need GPS devices and all that other stuff like if you were going to test it out Sunday's the perfect time to test it out same as if you're dropping a story you want to drop it uh, late on a Friday night because nobody's going to give a shit about it on the weekend right
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. So uh, I, I just, yeah, I find myself envisioning, uh, you know, that episode of the office where Dwight yes. decides he's going to test uh, <laughs> yes, yes, everybody's uh, fire evacuation <laughs> yes. thing. Uh, yeah. That, that's what I see. It's like, like big government has lit, has lit a trash can on fire in the back room and yeah, let's see what happens.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, I thing. mean, that's yeah. red cell planning. That happens a lot. Like there's uh, every, every government agency of any kind that's associated with the security of the country mm-hmm. or the security of any part of the country does red cell testing which is like you get some of your better minds in a room and try to figure out ways to break your system right i mean yes it's it's important to do that and then sometimes they actually carry out mock attacks not actual they don't like walking with an s-vest on clack off or anything but like they'll try to get certain types of materials through security and all kinds of bullshit like that all the time that definitely happens. I mean, yeah. shit, we employ, so yep. there's actually an entire, uh, there's something called a Certified Ethical Hacker, CEH. It's a certification you can get, and it's basically a white hat hacker, and it, it, you're, uh, you're certified in being someone who is a hacker, but you do it for good reason. The government employs a bajillion of these people, not just really, for, yeah, not just for like uh, huh. external cybersecurity, cyber but also for in, testing internal systems itself.
0: Why have you been picked off, Dan? That's what I am not Picked understand. off? Like, you mean like murdered? No, uh, like hired. <laughs> hired in one of these positions to do. Like, I could see you doing some fucked up shit. Just I wouldn't to do it. work for the government again, dude. Really? Yeah. Like you're, you're, so you're all done with that for yeah. good. What about you, Graham? Would you ever work for the government if they asked you to? Uh. <laughs> i uh maybe local government
1: I, but. I i really 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 like what i do now <laughs> I, I don't know how i say that look man i'm one of those guys uh, you know i i i loved serving in the military i've never defined myself by that like you know like yeah, yeah, yeah and, and, and dan i'm sure you know what i'm talking about like those there's those guys that Veteran is just what they cling yep. to all the time, et cetera, et cetera. I, I, I am prideful of my military service. I was nothing special. I mean, you know, you got guys like Matt and Evan and Dan Crenshaw and Dakota Meyer, all these amazing guys and uh, that did these amazing, so much more than me. I'm proud of it. I don't miss it uh and and i love what i'm doing now so
0: no probably not but what, what about serving in public office because I, I i could actually see you running a really successful campaign and winning like man your district
1: yeah <laughs> yeah you, you, you're, you're trying to get me you're trying to get me on a tangent ross is what you're trying I, to get I, on. i'm just I, i'm
0: just <laughs> saying look you've got a lot of huge guests coming I, up on your show you got me you, you you brought up mr crenshaw he's gonna be on your show yep. Uh, it, yeah, Dan.
1: Dan's turned into a pretty good friend. Uh, you know, it, it's been really cool to see someone of his, you know, someone of his background, and 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 he's a solid dude too, man. So so so, and this is not to kiss up to Dan Crenshaw. I did call him a majestic freedom pirate in a video and lived. <laughs> so I, I feel like feel like we're on pretty good terms. But anyway, no, I, I'll say this. I had a speaking event down in Houston. Uh, what's today? Monday. Two days ago, I'm um, speaking again this weekend at the uh, Turning Point Leadership Conference here in Dallas. Uh, I will say that there's definitely starting to be some some people whispering things. You know, people yes. potentially wanting me to maybe think about it. And uh, Texas makes a lot of sense. It was not intentional, but Texas is our biggest demographic of support for the shows and what we do so i mean i guess if you were if you were if you were plotting out a potential graham allen run in something moving to texas would 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 have been a very strategic move for something like that um i don't know i think anyone who wants it is not the right person for it i think people who are Called into it or pushed into it through need. I think, I, I, much like you know Donald Trump, uh, I think that those are really the, the the guys or gals that we need in office are the ones that don't want it. Like they don't seek it out. Ooh, I'm going to be a congressman one day, or ooh, I'm going to be a senator one day. I think it's the men and women who go. You know what, man? That's a crap job, and everyone hates you all the time. But by God, you know, I think maybe I could make a difference. I think those are the people we need. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm that person. I'm saying I don't know, but I'm saying never say never. Ah, so the door,
2: the door is open. I think you should run for sure the, the,
1: the door, the door is cracked. The door is cracked. I, you know, I, I really enjoy what I do right now because even, even in office. There are just certain things that you can't say. I mean, I, you know, even Dan, he's such an awesome dude. But, but there's just, you know, what I mean. Like, there's just certain certain things that you can't say. and do. I can say and do whatever I want right. right now in in my current line of work and what I do. And so, I'm not ready to give that up yet. But, but but no, I'll, I'll,
0: I'll never say never. Well, look, you, you look at Donald Trump, right, uh, who next to Harambe is our Lord and Savior. Um, <laughs> Dan, Dan loves it when I say that. But you look at Donald Trump, he, he, he says whatever he wants still. He, today he called, uh, who was it, Mayor Khan, a stone-cold loser <laughs> on Twitter, which so, is which So is awesome.
2: S- Sadiq Khan is the mayor of London, right? Yeah. And no one gives a fuck about this guy. Uh, but his city is- How in did d- he win? Um, well, Huge Muslim
0: population? Yes. There, there is. Yes. Okay.
2: Plus a lot of white guilt, I imagine. I mean, he's a yeah. relatively smart guy. Smart people could be wrong about political shit especially because it's like the silver spoon shit and all this other just all the stuff that goes into sociology, right? But uh, this guy is just like going off the deep end with some of the stuff he's saying. So he said Donald Trump is one of the most egregious examples of a glowing global threat. Like what the fuck does that mean? Really? Yeah. Like look, I disagree with a lot of shit that Trump does and says. And I agree with a lot of it as well. But he's not a fucking global threat. That's that's the, that kind of hyperbole coming from a leader of a major city in this in this world is bad for everyone.
0: Yeah, it's it's terrible for everyone and Graham. This is the guy who, you know London proud proud, prouded itself, prided itself. They were pridden, maybe. Pridden, uh, yes. Uh, they were pridden on saying, you know, we don't have any guns. We don't have murders like America, blah, blah, blah. Now their crime rate is higher their the city yes. uh, than anywhere in, in, the, in the world. Yes, yeah, right? Captain Stabby's over there now. Yeah, they're like, it, they're starting to nice. pass laws about knives now. It, it's knives, yes. You're not allowed to carry a knife on you in public. Yeah. And there's a rapper who's currently in jail who had a knife on him. Because yeah. he's not allowed to carry anything else. What's your stance on that, Grant?
1: I think that... <clears throat> Again, uh, we have thousands of years of history that for some reason people just seem to want to ignore all the time and think that we are immune to, you know, previous mistakes in history. I think any time that you uh, live underneath any type of leadership or government, uh, you know, uh, not democracy, but, you know, dictatorship or socialism, et cetera, et cetera. And they, they, they start enforcing all these things to disarm or be against the arming of citizens, et cetera. It is a direct reflection of the areas and just the deterioration of those areas. I mean, they, they go hand in hand in hand. Uh, I was listening to uh, Charlie Kirk talk the other day. And within our country, you look at the highest crime rated areas that we have within our country, and you look at their gun laws, most of them are very, 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 very strict gun laws areas, but yet they're the highest crime-ridden areas. You look at those areas that are the highest in crime, uh, the lowest in education, uh, and you look at the counties in that. I think America has just under 4,000 counties, and two of those counties Uh, amount for all of those statistics in the highest crime rate, lowest education, et cetera, et cetera. Look at the party affiliation that are the leadership in those counties and things. And so I I don't know. I I love what Donald Trump does. uh, Back to your original point, Ross, of how Donald Trump says whatever he wants, however he wants to say it. Uh, He has definitely... He has definitely rocked the boat on calling people out for what they are. If they do a terrible job, by God, Donald Trump is going to tell you that they're doing a terrible job. If they suck, Donald Trump will tell you that they suck. Um, if <laughs> if he, whether or not, called the Duchess of—what what do they call uh, the prince's uh, wife over in the U.K.? The Duchess
0: of—what's it called? Yeah, Yorkshire. There's, there's a, there's a, it depends on what's— uh, Suffix. You're yeah. From? Well, either is way, that,
1: she's a she's a duchess, and now everybody's up in arms because he may or may not have said that she was nasty. Meghan Markle. Big yeah. whoop. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Yep. There it is. Uh, yeah, you know. So. So Trump has definitely changed it. I think that. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of merit in uh, when people live in areas where the government is very anti them uh, being free and having freedoms like carrying knives or guns or anything like that uh they all are very similar in a lot of ways and i think that's very telling
0: yeah and, and back to your point about uh, some of these the the cities or the counties the, the two that account for the most violence i'm assuming one of them is is chicago uh and this this just this new story just yeah. broke right now 52 shot this weekend 10 fatally for the most violent weekend in chicago this year and that's a democratic uh, that's another one that's, that's heavy dams. It it's, is,
2: but I mean, look, there's a couple of things there. First of all, uh, cities where there are strict gun laws, that's usually reactionary because there was a crime problem before. I don't know if there's a necessary, like correlation between those two, but the point, and Graham alluded to this, is that instead of, like we've established, FBI statistics over the last 15 years have established there is no correlation between the level of punishment you dole out and reducing crime that doesn't even the death penalty doesn't stop murders it just doesn't so instead of spending money on stupid bullshit and outlawing guns in a city where somebody can just drive 20 miles east and buy a gun and come right the fuck back because that's stupid right? right that's real dumb that's what chicago does real dumb instead of doing that maybe get your alderman in line stop all the corruption three out of the last five Governors of Illinois have spent time in prison within the last 10 years. Do you oh, know yeah. Uh,
0: Blogovich. Bla- Bla- yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous, dude. So get your head out of your ass. Like a good law is clear, concise, and enforceable. Those three things. Like it's, it's, there's brevity. It's not all crazy. You're not, there's not loopholes. It's very clear, directly states what it is, and then it's enforceable. Like a law like that. You can't buy a handgun in Chicago that's not an enforceable law because i can just drive 20 miles east and subvert it sure it's fucking stupid so instead of doing all these major campaigns and wasting all this money in the legislature maybe spend some money on some education at some point
0: yeah but education is the first thing to be cut it always is in all of these budgets where where do you think the gun laws are headed graham
1: uh well again back up the i i think that Uh, The gun law debate and gun control debate is going to be one of the major debates. And, Ross, me and you talked about this a couple weeks ago, and it definitely has not slowed down. I told you that abortion was going to be a major talking point in 2020, man, and just look every single week. It is like people are digging their heels in the sand more and more and more every single week. And so I think gun laws, I think immigration— and I think abortion, pro-life versus pro-choice, are going to be three of the biggest talking points in the 2020 election. Uh, to be, to be um, politically honest, I, I want to say for the for the viewers listening, Media Matters, especially you, if you're listening to me, because you you love to talk bad about me. Graham Allen hates black people and things like that. But either way, <laughs> uh, the, the the areas that have some of the highest crime rates and things like that. I mean, they're they they're of course are other issues than just, you know, gun violence and things like that. Uh, But I will allude to my previous point that a lot of the Democratic leadership goes to that. You look at these areas that have strict gun laws. And then you wonder why the crime rate is so high. It's because we're donating money and continuing to put money into things that aren't working. And what I mean by that is, you look at some of the uh, the, the two counties that I'm talking about, uh, another high county is in Baltimore. Baltimore, Maryland yeah. is terrible. And uh, I think it's their high schools. There are uh, several high schools in Baltimore where 90% of the African-American community can't read at level, but yet we still pump yeah, that's just millions a failure. of dollars a year into this, and they're not doing their jobs. That that is you know that is an abject other,
2: failure of government right there.
1: I, I, exactly, and so you know, and, and so we are failing our societies in continuing to. I mean, these teachers should not have jobs; they should be fired. And we wonder why these young men and young women turn to violence and crime and things like that of course they're going to what else are they going to do they can't read the way that they're supposed to yeah you know what i mean and and so um i think that again pulling it back full circle i think gun rights i think abortion i think immigration and uh probably social economic fundings of like education and things like that are going to be our biggest uh stable points going into 2020
0: yeah, I do, too. And, you know, uh, to, to Dan and I were talking about this earlier to a brief point right before we, we got on the show. I mean, literally right before we went on about what's going to happen here. Um, Trump doesn't really have to do anything.
2: No, he's uh, no. Trump no. is absolutely loving all this impeachment talk. I guarantee you, yep. like, if I'm him, this is fucking the best possible scenario because it's far easier to mobilize people and your base to defend something that they have than it is to mobilize them to take something new. Think about our response in Afghanistan versus our response in Iraq and how those were perceived publicly. Afghanistan attacked us. We defended ourselves. I mean, that's not exactly how it went down, but Iraq didn't do shit. Right. And then we just fucking invaded that country. Right. Uh, so. Think about it from Trump's point of view, all of his base, especially the young people, and that's what matters because they're the fire brand of the, of the, of the campaigns. They are get, they're getting more and more irritated about being called deplorable because they have a different point of view than you. That's fucking stupid. Hillary Clinton's an idiot. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Uh, and I got to tell you, I'm kind of with, it's a very millennial attitude that p- the kids on the left are taking now. And it's that, what have you done for me lately? Like, they're asking, that's why they like Bernie Sanders, because he's offering them shit, right? right? Free but shit. Free, free shit that shit. can't of pay for. Of course. I mean, I'm not saying it's right. Uh, what I'm saying is that's how you appeal to people like that. And the left doesn't really have anything legitimate to offer. You know what I mean? Right. And I, but I think it is a good mindset for young people. We, we, we get into these periods where we support the government tacitly, But I feel like we should be demanding things of the government. Not free shit, right? Obviously not that, but we are the constituency. Like, they work for us. We don't work for them. It's not my job to make sure some politician gets elected. It's not my job to make sure they're successful. It's their job to make sure that we're defended... And that business is going well and that healthcare and all this other education and all this shit is taken care of.
0: Yeah, but that, that seems to always fall by the wayside because, you know, you're involved in some political royal or another. Yeah. Right. Uh, what are the chances you think that, that the Dems will actually try to impeach Trump, Graham?
1: Uh, well, I mean, I think that they are. They have been trying, and they will continue to try. But somebody brought it up, and, and don't me i hate quoting people, and I can't remember who it was that said it. But somebody brought it up. The best thing, yeah, what we're kind of looking at an Obama in twelve situation with Trump, where instead of focusing on what uh, the Dems are actually going to do to have a candidate actually possibly beat Trump, which I don't think there's anyone uh, that has a shot. They've spent so much time trying. They were, man, they they were writing everything on the Mueller report. And it did not pan out the way they wanted to. Well, they did the same thing with Obama back in 12 with Obamacare. Yep. We just uh, talked about this last tried, week, this exact uh,
0: that's, conversation. It's funny you brought that up. We, yeah. we were talking about this too. Continue, Graham.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, they tried to. I think it was like 46 or 47 times they tried to overturn Obamacare. And then when it came time for the actual election, they were like, well, uh, what are we going to do to actually beat this guy? Well, it's the same thing with Trump, except Trump is by far a much better president than Obama was. Uh, they really have nothing. They, they, they formulated no real plan. They have almost 30 potential candidates right now that they've got to sort through uh, where you're really only frontrunners are uh, Biden and Sanders and. Um, and neither one of them can beat trump the economy is fantastic lowest unemployment rate for black hispanic and asian community in the past 50 years uh you had a 3.2 gdp growth in quarter four which is unheard of i mean the economy is booming trump even Trevor Noah went on Jim, Jimmy Kimmel, and I don't agree with Tre- Trevor Noah on anything, but even he, even he said, and ooh, you know it had to just burn him up inside. He said the thing that worries me the most about 2020 is the fact of, agree with it or not, Trump has done every single thing that he said he was going to do. And what do, what do the Democrats really have to beat Trump other than the fact that they don't like him.
0: Yeah, and, I, and I'm with you on that. I think uh, that's the big debate amongst the Democrats now with this impeachment talk is, is this enough? Because we, uh, we don't think that, I, I don't think that genuinely, like Pelosi and those guys behind the scenes have sat down and said, I don't think there's a candidate that can beat him. So is it, are we down to that? Are we down to impeachment? Which way are we gonna go? And it's a 50-50 coin toss at this point.
1: Pelosi doesn't want to impeach. No. She's come out multiple times. She doesn't want no, to No, do she,
0: she doesn't. But everybody, her constituents, uh, which is my favorite word, by the yes, way. Yes, it is. Uh, my, her constituents and the people you know that have been voted in from the radical left, like AOCs and those guys or whatever, who want the impeachment. Yeah, the mean girls of Congress, <laughs> yeah. Omar, Tlaib, and AOC, yeah. Yeah, it's it, so dumb. Exactly. I mean,
2: they're, they're wasting. I mean, it's. We literally talked about this last week. Yeah. The same thing with Obamacare. The the right wasted all of its political capital and and campaign funding trying to go after that bullshit, and nobody was on board with it.
0: But eventually, they're going to have to deal with a divided party and and figure it out a hard yes or a hard no.
2: Well, here's the here's I, what I want to ask you about a divided party. Is there any difference right now? politically on the left because it's bifurcated between old school Democrats and new these new millennial progressive kids mm-hmm. is there any difference in the landscape right now than there was back in 2016 aside from there's been a Republican president who's done everything he said he was going to do you know what I mean no like, yeah it, the, 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 it's, it's the, almost the, identical the divide the divide over yeah. there is it and like I I don't I, I'm a pretty moderate dude so I talk to people from both sides I don't see a difference between now and then and they didn't like everybody thought they were gonna win then and they got fucking spanked and everybody thinks they're gonna lose now. How bad is it gonna be this time? I think it might be like a five, six point victory this time. Yeah, like,
0: I, I, I've, I've publicly said this. I said 53-47 is my prediction uh, for, for 2020. And I'm that's a way too early prediction, but you're exactly right. I think we're seeing exactly what we saw in 2016 now where the Republicans had 80 candidates. Everybody was fighting for stage space. They tore each other's faces off. There and was some ground memes still. Remember Herman oh. C-
2: Remember Herman Cain? And <laughs> <laughs> that in that campaign video we made where he's smoking and he turns slowly into the camera and just nods like a fucking creep. That's Whoa. one of the best things. And then Mike
0: Tyson redid it. Yeah. Oh. And that's I- gonna happen now to the Dems starting here in what, twenty days? Yeah. Um I, and I don't know if you caught Elizabeth Warren on the Breakfast Club Graham, but that oh, was something boy. magical.
1: Uh, say say that again? It, no, I, no, I didn't catch it. Yeah, that. so happened?
0: Elizabeth Warren goes on uh, the most popular black radio mm. show right now is the Breakfast Club. Oh
1: yeah, the the
0: Charlemagne. Charlemagne yeah, yeah, the yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 okay, yeah, I'm there. Um, so you know she went on to try to appeal to the black voters, which was a mistake. Uh, Charlamagne the guy gives zero fuck. That's such a he immediately thing for he her. immediately
2: <laughs> said that she's the new Rachel Dolezal, basically, who is the one for those of you who don't know, who's the white woman who pretended to be black and was an NAACP president of Washington State. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, he went after Elizabeth Warren hard, and and he said one of his questions was, yeah. uh, well, when did you find out that you weren't Native American? And she was stunned. You know, she yeah. was like, uh yeah. that's, that's what my
2: family had told me. I'm like, yeah, but you put it on some like college shit and.
0: Maybe, oh yeah, 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 maybe
2: check that. I guess when she went to college back in the 1930s, there was no uh, 23 and. Well, there wasn't
0: cars, and she wasn't allowed to vote back then. But yeah. uh, you know, things have changed. <laughs> um, but looking at it now, so you you take that as a, a very small example of what happened last week, right? There's going to be a million of those coming up, and you know the thing with somebody jumped on stage. What was it last night? Grabbed the mic out of Kamala Harris's hand. They don't know who or why, um, but uh, you're going to be filled with those moments over and over and over again and i think the difference from 2016 is now that the political that the politics is, is ramped up on all social media platforms these little tiny moments like this will now be exploited and go even more viral than they they did three years ago oh, just yeah. because it's going to be a fire story oh, man. everybody's looking for a news story and yeah. everybody's Plus, looking meme culture out. oh yeah like
2: meme culture's huge meme culture just in the last couple of years like it's you you something happens and then there's memes about it the next two days and then there's like second and and third tier level memes that come out after that it's like everything happens so fast now the although the good news is is that uh you know the the news cycle turns over faster now too than it did before true um so i guess you know in a way there's a little bit of buffer there you can do i i think you can take more risks now than before because what's the worst thing can happen you're on a meme for two or three days and then it's over and you just like you do something else. Yeah, and yeah. Somebody else gets attacked after you. Yeah,
0: exactly. You're always one meme away from being like, all right, cool. Yeah.
2: Who who's gonna have the hold my beer moment? <laughs> yeah. We're good. And if you lean into it like Crenshaw did with the Saturday Night Live thing, even though yeah. people, I mean, even though he wasn't really he didn't do anything wrong to to get that treatment, even if he had done something stupid and they had made fun of him, and he had gone on the show later and made fun of himself and them and everything like that, that would have been a huge
0: win. anybody so i mean there's there's good parts to it too 100 percent, and i look at the the dan crenshaw thing to me politically that was one of the best moments we've had in the last couple years when he went on snl yeah super funny did that thing yeah um for both parties by the way yeah not not just
1: well he just he just did the view as well and the view has been a killer of conservative Uh, Political figures Conservative influencers Conservative uh, talk show people The View has
0: murdered
1: people And Dan Crenshaw man He went on there And (laughs) I didn't hear one negative thing About Dan Crenshaw's uh, Time on The View Which I think just says a lot About him man 2024 Ross I told uh, you this I'm not worried about 2020 I think Trump's got it in the bag I'm worried about 2024 And I think a Haley-Crenshaw ticket in 2024 would be huge.
0: Massive. And, you know, it's funny you say that because Nikki Haley just came out and she's going to be campaigning, uh, you know, in 2020 for Trump. So she's going to pop back out again. And, uh, yeah, I think think it sets the stage for her politically in 2024, either to be the president or a VP. And if Crenshaw uh, ran, that would be fantastic. Uh, He's one of those guys, and, and, you know, going back to your point about the view, He's one of those guys who just commands respect, and I think everyone's afraid to Correct. say something to him. Yeah,
2: he gets to play the V card a lot, which is good. V By V card, I mean veteran card, and it's he doesn't use it like a dick. He doesn't say, I'm a veteran, you can't disagree with me. He's open to disagreement and debate and stuff, but what he does use it is to deflate all the harsh language that's become part of the American landscape politically. Like deplorables for example sure. or uh you know fucking calling anybody that's a democratic communist or whatever the fuck like he he immediately removes that from the conversation because no one is going to say it to him and i think that's really important because the way we talk about things matters and if you're if you're couching your entire statement in a belief that the other side is is morally objectionable that's problematic It really is. And it fucking immediately takes all the good stuff out of a debate. And this makes it, uh, you know, animosity and, and you never get shit done like that. You can't
0: No, And and I don't know who's going to debate him if he were to run in 2024 and try to tear him down the way these other guys are. Um, on a side note, Dan, I'd like to say this. I I did watch the AOC doc on Netflix, uh, that they paid 10. I did. did They paid ten million dollars for, and I'll tell you why. I'm not one of those people who's trying to shut out, you know, the other political party that I'm against or are not affiliated with. Right? I, I I will always be open to hearing everybody's thoughts and opinions and all that stuff. And I was genuinely curious to see how she made it, what her life was like, um, and what the hype was all about. You know, the weirdest thing that that'll really get you, uh, Graham, is that her boyfriend actually looks like Dan. Ooh, yeah! It's good news for me because I'm into
2: crazy chicks. Red, red really?
0: hair, red I beard. I haven't paid much attention white. to her,
1: boy. I don't yeah. have.
2: I don't have red hair, but you used to at some point in your life. No. Ah, uh, come on. Hair
1: doesn't. Here's something. Here's something I'll say about AOC. I'm sorry, Dan. No, go ahead. To no, it's fine. I, I, I no, I, I will say that someone is coaching her. I, I, I will say that she has definitely here lately. She has either somebody is typing her tweets out for her. Someone is coaching her because she is definitely coming out far more just just not absolutely just moronic anymore. And, and now you've got this Ted Cruz thing. Have you guys I, seen that, this? Where her and Ted perfect Cruz segue.
0: are yes. going
1: back and forth on co-signing a bill together. And I was in Houston just uh, on Saturday in a speech and they asked me, what do you think of that? And I said, well... I actually am completely okay with it as long as the bill is sound because that's actually what's supposed to happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know no what shit, I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, that's actually the whole point. And so, uh, I, man, I truly believe it. People keep t- saying that they think AOC is going to die out. I disagree. I think she's extremely dangerous as far as uh, the conservative value system goes just because, yeah, man, uh, the younger generations love her. She's being coached, and you know, man, I mean, five, you know,
0: six years from now, you just, you never you, know. You, you really don't, and that's the thing is like, it's not it's not necessarily a bad thing about having someone else run your Twitter account, Donald <laughs> Trump, because um, that's, look, I, I love Trump. The, the only thing I, 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 I don't like about him, one of the things I don't like about him is, is the, the tweets. Um, whenever you're that fast to putting out a a message to the world that can affect the stock market or trade or tariffs or whatever it is, man, it might, it might be best for every political candidate on both sides to have somebody else running your Twitter account. Um, because you're, you're, you're (laughs) one fat thumb away from, uh, just sending the wrong thing Uh, or like Elon Musk. What was he on acid that night when he sent that tweet of how Tesla was going private and now he's. You know that caused the market to go through the roof for, or the stock for Tesla, and now he's being sued for that uh, yep. by the SEC.
1: Anyone that can inventory, anyone that can imitate Trump's voice on Twitter, like his narrative, that that should be a million dollar a year salary More. job, because he has such a unique yeah. way of speaking. <laughs> uh, I feel
2: like if we could bring Don Rickles back from the dead, he could, he could probably handle it. Right? Uh, Don There's Rickles some, would be great. Some for, insult for Trump. comedian, because that's all he does is talk shit to people. It's super funny. Uh, he, what did he say about? He, he said uh, about de Blasio, our very dumb and incompetent mayor of New York City. He also <laughs> said he was the worst mayor in New York City history, which is probably not true,
0: but it's funny. Eh, you, you never know. Trump, Trump's got a lot of uh, real estate there. So if there's anybody who would know oh, yeah. if the Big mayor time, yeah. sucked, it's probably Trump. Yeah. Called uh, Sadiq
2: Khan a quote-unquote stone-cold loser. Yeah. End quote, which I don't know if I've ever heard anyone
0: say those words in that order before, but Stone Cold Loser. They're starting seem- to get into some old school Charlie Sheen shit now. Yeah. You know? Um, and by the way, he was having people writing tweets for him. I was I was one of those people. Good. Yeah, we were we were writing quotes for him and t shirts and all that stuff yeah. during that whole blow up. So it's possible, it's possible AOC's being coached and, and she's got a writer for all this stuff. I know this on that doc, her her boyfriend, who looks a lot like a young Dan Holloway. If he smoked more weed, uh, very tech savvy. So that guy was running the back end of, of her campaign and knew the ins and outs of the, the computer world and, uh, and the algorithms and all of that stuff. And I, I think you're right, Graham, where I don't think she's going away. Uh, I really don't. I think she's here to stay. No, I don't either. And um, you know, I don't know if in 2024 she'll be old enough to run, but she, she might be very close, like right on the cusp of she 29 I would say. right now? Think and what do you? You have to be 35, I think, to run yeah. for president. So yeah, she'll be there by. Yeah, so she,
1: I think I think she'll be right there. By yeah, now. I mean, think of the narrative, man. Think of the narrative: former bartender turned congresswoman, uh, then becomes first female, also youngest president ever. Yeah. I mean, just think about it. I mean, you know, think about that narrative. And uh, right, and right yeah. now, look, I mean,
0: B- Judge is setting the stage for her then because he's what 37 years old and he's running yeah. now. Uh, She's going to have six more years to gain popularity and and everything else. And look, I'm with you. I don't rule it out. You know, know, the guy that could beat her is uh, a man named Dan Crenshaw. (laughs) I think Crenshaw would mop the floors, but uh, let's hope. Let's hope. We'll see. Uh uh I don't well, think I don't think, well, think AOC is going anywhere. Kennedy the
1: youngest?
0: Uh yeah. How old was Kennedy? Forty two, I think. Yeah, forty two I think he was forties.
1: Yeah, early 42, 40s, 42 40, I believe. 42, and then, uh, 43,
0: something Clinton like that. Was, no, Obama was, was uh pretty young too at the time, wasn't he? He was right in there, but uh, yeah, I I think Kennedy was the youngest. Um so
1: Yeah, you don't realize how old Trump actually is. No. Uh, he's like 72, 73. Which is years funny. Because like
2: standing next to Pence, yeah. they look the same age, but Pence is 59. I know. It's he's, weird, right? Pence has looked like he's 1,000 years old for 1,000 years now. <laughs> <laughs> We've all got that friend who's yeah. always
0: looks way older uh, than, than their actual age. And you're like, man, how old are you? Yeah, Pence does look like somebody's great grandfather. Mm-hmm. And uh, Trump, you know, slicking his hair back, getting off the jets with a new fresh dude to meet the queen. He looks great. Yeah. Nobody talks about his age. Nobody ever talks about his age. Whereas Biden, they're hiding Biden somewhere, and I heard they're actually uh, wrapping him up like a mummy. At the you may have just come day. up
2: with a new moniker, "Hiding Biden."
0: Hiding Biden. Let's dude. start
2: that. Hey, you guys out there in DB land, make us some uh, nice little graphics for Biden's campaign, "Hiding Biden 2020." Yeah,
0: because if you notice, he's he has not been making a lot of public appearances, and, and although he is the front runner, Graham. Hiding Biden. Hiding Biden. Man, you're not going to stop that guy, I don't think. Stop him from hiding, keeping him wrapped up. Uh, now's the point in the show where we get to the drinking bro of the week. Uh, you ready, Anthony? Yeah, got? You I got You got a one. special one this Yeah, week.
2: this one is actually very near and dear to my heart because I like fucked up shit. So yeah. uh, there's a woman in drinking bro's main group called, her name is Ashley Little Bear-Weber.
0: Is she Native American?
2: Uh, I don't know. You don't know
0: where the little bear's from?
2: Didn't look into it that far. but. Okay. Here's what she did. She she this actually just happened on Monday. She made a post on Monday. Um, so what she did was she uh, gave her husband a blowjob in the Target dressing room. Target, as in the store. Target. Sure, sure.
0: Right. Do we know which state? Uh,
2: I which don't. which city that Target was I don't, in? Because I, I want to stay away from it. No, I'm going there. Okay. Yeah. To take some. I'm going to take some crime scene photos there. But don't want to
0: have my kids try on bathing suits
2: in there. <laughs> Go ahead. So uh, she had him take her him her husband take a picture. Yep. Of that. And she had that picture made into an iPhone case and gave it to him for his birthday
0: today. I saw that post. Yes. Happy birthday. What's yeah. his name? What's, uh, you the, know what? what's the lucky fella's name? I don't name? know, but I beg. Really- yeah, birthday. look, if you're getting blown in a Target, uh, your wife takes a picture of it and then makes it into a phone case for an iPhone. Because let's face it, if you got one of the seven pluses, that's a big case. That's an expensive purchase but it's a
2: seven plus it's what what year do you think it is
0: uh where where are we at here we're we're on the tens i guess not a lot of people have them not a lot of people have the tens yet everyone
2: has that phone
0: i think a a lot of people stopped at seven plus where they were like look the screen's big enough what are we really doing here anymore the only reason i bought the new phone i'm dead serious because it's not better than the seven plus was because of the storage and that's it otherwise i'd rock that seven plus for the next 15 years and be fine with my life well so to Ashley Little Bear, cheers! Cheers! Indeed. Uh, yeah, her cheers. husband's name is yeah. Steve, Weber. <laughs> Steve Weber. Steve Weber. Steve Weber. You got a hot one on your hands. And it
2: looks like they live in Ohio somewhere.
0: Good. Good for them.
2: Or maybe Texas. I don't yeah, know.
0: Either. Either <laughs> one. They look like a happy couple. Uh, she looks young and full of life, very vibrant. Um, stretched esophagus. Proud of her and everything she does. Little Bear. Shout out to you. Um, and if if she is Native American. Tell her to reach out to Elizabeth Warren. Maybe they can have a, a powwow. Yeah, big time. Man, I'm I'm, I'm fags with the Indian jokes today. You are, yes. Graham Allen, thank you for joining us from Texas, my man. We look forward to having you on many, many times, man. You're, you're one of our faves. You're one of the audience faves. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you on social media.
1: Man, I appreciate you guys having me. It's always a fun time. You can find me anywhere, just Graham Allen. But if you could, if you're listening, if I can plug my new podcast, the Dear America Podcast, check us out wherever you listen to your podcast. Yes, sir.
0: One of one of the top ranked political shows on all of iTunes podcasts. Congratulations on that, by the way. Thanks, Thanks buddy. I Hell yeah! It, Look, man. I love being on the show, and and your wife one of the co hosts, which is obviously you know my jam with Ross Patterson Revolution. So. Uh, that's fun, man. She She's the real fan favorite at the end I know, of the same game. on mine, too. Everybody's like, look, it's fine if you died. Can, can, can we just save Jables? Can yeah, we save the Jables? She is funnier than you are. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but uh, she's hotter than me. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Graham, we love you, buddy. Thanks for being here. Uh, for Graham Allen, hey, thanks, for guys. Graham Allen, D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson, this is The Drinking Bros. Good night, everyone.